sir, yes sir. Welcome back to Motown and Coney. Hitting you with another bonus episode. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So, we live in Big Ten country. The best country there is. And I can hear Valenti <laughs> from Valenti and Rico now. Used to be Valenti and Foster. Yeah. But a couple months ago, he was like, the SEC is getting Texas and Oklahoma. What is Kevin Ware and the Big Ten doing? Nothing. And then about a week and a half ago, my son takes a nap. I take a nap with him. And I wake up to breaking news. USC and UCLA to join the Big Ten starting in 2024. Amazing news. Great news. They were missing one team off of there, but that's fine. Maybe they'll come along. What's the one team? I want Oregon. I wanted Oregon. I want Oregon. Well, you know what the holdup is. Yeah. Oregon think Oregon think they too big for their bridges. Well, That's well, the no. So Phil Knight has reached out to the Big Ten and um, the SEC about coming. Mm. That 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 was the latest report yesterday that Phil Knight, uh, the founder of Nike, the, the biggest Oregon donor, mm-hmm. he he really wants Oregon out the 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 well it used to be the Pac twelve. I, I guess now it goes back to the Pac ten. But he wants them out. The hold up on the Big Ten end apparently is they're waiting to see what Notre Dame is going to do. Which I <laughs> have this to say to the Big Ten. Fuck Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I feel too. And Notre uh, Dame is missing is going to miss out on a lot of big games. Well, I so I think it's safe to assume um, we have entered super conference category um, where I could see either two major uh, big conferences, the Big Ten and SEC, or uh, there's been talk of a Pac-10 ACC alliance. Last week, I, I could see that happening. I don't see uh, possibly with Oregon looking to get the hell out the the Pac-10 and possibly uh, Washington going with them. That happening now. No, uh, I, I agree. Because now the rumor is Florida State is headed to the SEC. And if Florida State heads to the SEC, I don't see – Thinking now, if you're the Big Ten, do you go after Miami? That'd actually be a win. That'd be a super W. I was going to say, um, we wanted Texas for the longest. but Yeah, we threw everything. <laughs> except, I don't know, maybe <laughs> $100 million, $200 million their way. Yeah. Um, I think one of the holdups with Texas and the Big Ten was the – um, Texas has their own network. Yeah, the Longhorn Network. Yeah, that was the problem. Yeah. Um, I would like to see Oregon definitely in the Big Ten or in the Big Conference because I think you have to drop the 10 at this point. Uh, 
Washington, maybe. Yeah, but the thing is, we already had we're already coast to coast. If you think about it, with uh, with Rutgers and um, Maryland, Maryland and um, UCLA and um, USC, and then um, now we just need we need some people in the south. I was hoping that maybe we can get Houston or a TCU at least if we can't get Texas. Well, the so the. The, the the hold up with the Big Ten adding some of these schools is um, I can't think of what it's called, but all the schools in the Big Ten have this special accreditation. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. So USC, UCLA have it. Um, North Carolina, I know, ha- has its accreditation. Um, Duke. So that that was a rumor that. North Carolina and Duke, uh, possibly. Neither one really adds much value, <laughs> football yeah. wise, and basketball wise. Though I, North Carolina and Duke signed me up, even though Duke has been a thorn in Tom Izzo's side. <laughs> um, that's also why. Some people have said adding Kansas because they hold this accreditation too. Mm-hmm. Um, although Kansas has no value whatsoever when it comes to football. No. Kansas basically plays in a rundown Texas high school football field, basically. <laughs> I've seen I've seen this Texas high school stadium that look bigger and nicer than what Kansas plays in. Yeah. Now, when you do mention this accreditation, a lot of people fail to realize, like, when you go to um, a Big Ten school, like, um, it's damn near similar to, like, an Ivy League. In my, This is just my opinion. Like, um, the standards are high. If it's Indiana, if it's Penn State, Northwestern, the standards are high for education. So, um, that's the reason why when he says um, – you need a certain accreditation. Um, a lot of the players, man, before like they leave, usually they they come back and get their education, or they leave with the education. So that's why um, it'll be actually really nice to to see some of these other schools, um, you know, join. But I know I think the Big Ten just cut off all the. Um, they just cut off adding any more schools right now for well, the next couple of years. Yeah, well, they're waiting. Notre Dame is, is their Moby Dick. They're well, sort of. Um, that that has been the rumors. They're waiting to see um, what Notre Dame does. Now, I I do believe with USC UCLA going to the Big Ten. Um, Texas and uh, Oklahoma going to SEC. This might force Notre Dame to join the conference because this is kind of killer be killed territory, and there it seems like their options are are dwindling. Uh, right. If you think about it, USC is a rival that they played yearly, Big Ten member now. Uh, Purdue is a member that they played yearly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how if they can get out there 
loosely ACC affiliation. Uh, I think if you're the ACC, uh, one of the ways that you try to survive is um, having Notre Dame become a full-time member. Yeah. Uh, but if the talks are true that Florida State is looking to get out the ACC, if Florida State leaves the ACC, I think the then the the well the Big Ten should go after um, is Clemson. Mm. I don't. It just feel like it's just it's not Southern enough for me. Maybe I mean that's just for me though. When I think I mean, about it, South Carolina. But I mean, because if Florida State leaves and go to the SEC, who? What other Miami? Maybe. Well, when I think of well, because Clemson has carried the ACC football wide for the last decade, basically. Well, see, part of that is because they're going into within the conference and they're getting the players there. When you, I think about recruiting, I want the players from Miami. So Clemson, because they play in that conference, those other teams are able to look at them, or um, other you know high school player players are able to look at them and say, hey. Uh, like whatever they like about them, the 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 colors, whatever you know, whatever they see in them that they like, oh, yeah. they're going. Yeah, Clemson yeah. got some sweet colors. Yeah, like I don't know what players do anymore because uh, like <laughs> Clemson was always one of my favorites to play with um, back, and this is coming back. Thank you, God. On um, NCAA football, Clemson was one of my go to two schools to play with because uh-huh. uh, of their color combination. The the um, Helmet stickers, yeah. Um, Death Death Valley, even though not to be confused with LSU Death Valley. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, see, I just I don't understand what players look at now because just like they was talking about uh, Michigan and recruiting and like how we missed out with local uh, local kids going to different schools. Everybody yeah, well, has different. Well, well, the bigger two they're talking about is CJ Carr because he was. Lloyd Carr's grandson, but he said after he committed to Notre Dame that he wanted to go away to school. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of takes Michigan out the equation um, when he could literally just play down the street. Yeah, he could just walk to the school. That's not what he wants to do. And, like, um, the other big one was Dante Moore, kid they yeah. offered uh, in eighth grade that plays at Detroit King. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with his recruiting. Um, it could be what happened years ago. I don't, Michigan fans and fans in general seem to be short-sighted. Um, but if you go back in the history, um, and if you go to, I'm talking about John Navarre and Chad Henney. After Chad Henney committed to Michigan, uh, which at the time was the highest recruiting in highest recruiting Michigan history. It was very difficult for them to get a quarterback after him for a while. Why? Because he pretty much knew that he was going to be the man and he was going to be there for a minute. Right. So that leads me into the J.J. McCarthy effect. If I'm Dante Moore, if I'm C.J. Carr, if I'm any quarterback in the class of 2023, I pretty much know for the next two years I'm not going to see the field because not only do they have Kay McNamara there, they have 
J.J. McCarthy, which we haven't really seen him play much, but apparently it's the second thing closest to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at some of the posts that Michigan fans post on social media. So if I'm an elite quarterback, I might shy away from Michigan. Exactly. And another thing, too, is a lot of kids – they want to go and explore. And, you know, if you grew up here and you want to escape from the cold weather, if you want to get a whole different perspective on life, outlook on life and, and get a new surrounding, of course, you're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, and that's, that's what kids do. And that's why Jim, Jim Harbaugh, I, a few years ago, joked that global warming is actually good for Michigan because he'll be able to draw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Some of the kids from California and Texas and Florida. Yeah, because we live here. We know the winter sucks. So. Exactly. And this is the reason why I said I want to I want to get a team that's in Florida or in Texas, because if teams come, if, if kids see us play and they're like, oh, OK, they go to a game. Let's say if we did happen to get the Longhorn, just using this like I know this is a, a ultra long shot, but if they come see us play in Texas. And we travel there just like you're gonna. Now you're gonna get us going to USC and UCLA. Yeah, so they're it, gonna see us play. Yeah, and I know a lot of people have, especially this year, criticized the um, Jim Harbaugh recruiting a state that he's actually recruited very well in time here. Uh, it's California. Mm-hmm. Um, he's created a little pipeline. Um, they just got a commit from a California kid. They're in on another one that's probably going to pick Michigan. Um, so California has been a nice little pipeline um, to Michigan. Uh, and hell, we the the crazy thing about and I kind of agree. Name, image, and likeness has. Then the words of Desmond Howard is the wild, wild west. But I do think it's crazy to offer a high school kid millions of dollars and you've never seen him play an actual college game. Right. Because uh, some of these five and four-star recruits sometimes suck and never make, the, <laughs> make yeah. it on the field. So Yeah, like they never make it on the field at all. And they're just – they're basically like backups. Yeah, and then I have to trust the backups, like backup. <laughs> David Ajabo – I think it was like a three-star or two-star recruit mm-hmm. turned into an All-American, All-Big Ten player. Would have been a first-round draft pick had he not ruptured his Achilles on his pro day. Um, same thing. Um, what's the running back that just got drafted by the Tennessee Titans? Uh, oh, man. Um, God, I see his face. I see his number 22. Um, he was a, a two, um, Haskins. He was a yeah, two, Haskins. Yeah. He was a two star yeah. recruit. So, yeah. And sometimes you got to think about it like this too, man. Like, all the, I, in my opinion, I don't pay attention to the stars like that. Like, cause I, I just was looking at, I follow a couple pages on Instagram where, um, some people aren't even like, highly ranked up on um the they're not even like they don't even have any rankings like stars and they're actually really good and they they go like what 20 something in, in one or you know as a starter and or they might get like slightly injured and that takes them completely off the board like people don't even pay attention to them anymore so you got to think about it like that like there's guys out here that actually can ball and they're just not getting a yeah. chance they're not highly uh recruited 
So, and I and I do when name, image, and likeness, and I do see us going to two super leagues. Mm-hmm. I think when the dust settles, um, you'll have the SEC and you'll have um, the Big Ten or the Big Conference, whatever they'll go by by then, and then hopefully. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think you'll have kind of like the NFL setup. Mm-hmm. You'll play your schedule um, in the SEC or the Big Ten, and then the winner of those two, I don't know if they do like a postseason tournament. Yeah. And then the, the winner of that tournament plays the, the, each other, and then that's how you cry your national champion. But. Which will make a lot of sense. And I think you'll have pods, maybe the Big Ten West, USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon. And I'm hoping with this change, hopefully it takes um, Ohio State and Michigan out of the same. Because, um, like, if that's, the, if that's the show, usually that game is so big that I, I always believe that they should be in totally different conferences. Um, Big Ten East, Big Ten West, and they should play each other at the end. Like whoever wins, if if Michigan gets past everybody and Ohio State gets past everybody, then that should they should play at the end. The argument against that was uh, at the time was, and we didn't know Michigan was going to go through the Rich Rod and Brady Hook era. That. Michigan and Ohio State would end up playing each other twice in two weeks. Once at the end of the season and once again in the Big Ten championship. Right. And you know what? A lot of times they write us off on that too. So, because I remember um, I remember one year where Michigan and Ohio State, they met each other and they were both undefeated. And Ohio State wound up winning that game. And uh they didn't even put us in the national championship game. I don't know if that, you remember that. That was the. Um, they didn't put us in the national the championship. That was the four from one uh, where it didn't look like um, Barrett got it, but the yeah. referee. Mark but the referee gave it to him. Yeah, which was ridiculous. Yeah. That was painful. Very, very painful. So that goes to show you that, like, you know, with football being a game of inches, but at the same time, I still believe that even though we picked up USC and UCLA, Michigan and Ohio State are the two best teams in the conference still. Like, even after picking up UCLA and USC, like, they're just stepping stones still. So, they're just stepping stones. I would agree with USC. They're going to get the same treatment that fucking Nebraska. Remember, Nebraska was a powerhouse. Yeah, but Nebraska is also in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, but they always been in the middle of nowhere. But remember, before they came to yeah, the they, Big Ten, yeah, they, they were they, kicking ass. Sue came from them. They had like a, they had picked up a bunch of Phillips, good people. Yeah. yeah, they always had a good defense. The offense was always pretty decent. And then they came to the Big Ten and we whooped their ass. Like I, I don't even think they had a winning season since they've been here. In the Big Ten, one or two. I mean, they're one like like great when yeah, like horrible. But 
Records are starting to come around. Well, Graciano's coaching, and no matter what you feel about Graciano, he is a pretty good damn coach. Maryland's facilities, like, fucking suck. So if I was a recruit there, like, I wouldn't go to Maryland <laughs> And Maryland Stadium is basically falling apart. <laughs> That's fucked up. No, but no. Yeah, I've, I've been there. It's a pretty shitty, like, I've seen Mac schools with better stadiums. That's that's really bad. You said you seen Max schools a better stadium. That's really tough. No, my thing is with this um, this whole setup now. I think that Notre Dame is actually scared to come to the Big Ten because they won't get a cakewalk schedule like that. You won't play Army and Navy, and uh, you won't play these and they, teams. And they defense one of those teams is usually pretty good Army or Navy. So all they're running is the option. That they do the both of them do it the whole game, yeah. And then I they'll mean, probably play action off of it a couple times, and then Army like, has to that's give it. Michigan a run for their money a few times. Yeah, because we couldn't stop the option at that particular time. <laughs> they always get it. We always have played them at the first game or uh, Appalachian State, like teams that do the option at the first, and it just it kills us. Yeah, That'll I don't be the first game of the season. I really, I don't know what the hesitation is. At this time, it, it's always felt like um, Notre Dame should be part of the Big Ten. Uh, it's right there, there too. In Indiana, right, but Purdue and um, IU, um, very close to the Michigan border. Yeah, they like sandwiched between all the Big Ten teams. So I, I just always felt that um, Notre Dame should be in the Big Ten. Um, I know one of the big holdups before was their TV deal with NBC. Mm-hmm. But the Big Ten, especially now adding USC, um, UCLA, each school is going to get north of $100 million a year on a television deal alone. So right. um, they're talking multi-billion dollar um, TV deal for the next uh Big Ten uh, television rights so much so that Apple that had ticked their um, ticked themselves out of negotiation with the Big Ten had uh, once the USC UCLA news broke went back into negotiations. <laughs> so, oh boy, yeah. As they say, follow the the money exactly. Um, one school that's also been rumored to possibly. Um, come to the Big Ten uh, and this would get you soft. It wouldn't get you um, soft as far as in oh, the man. Florida area, but Georgia Tech. It's been, they've been really down in everything though. Yeah, but they've been it, terrible. It gets you, to, it gets you into the state of Georgia. It gets you the Atlanta TV market. Yeah, which is a huge market, but I don't know if I really want that. that yeah, but that's, that's been, they're giving Georgia Tech away. I mean, they got a nice, they got nice facilities and stuff. Yeah, so the the I could see Oregon and Washington eventually joining. That puts the Big Ten at what sixteen teams. Yeah. Then I do think you get a Georgia Tech, maybe a Miami. Yeah, I guess so. And I think. My thing, Miami's killing it on the recruiting trail because they're promising all types of dollars in the 
um, name, image, and likeness deals. Tax their, free. Their facilities is shitty. <laughs> they don't even have a, a on the campus football stadium. <laughs> they literally play in what the Hard Rock, the Miami Dolphin Stadium, and Corals and Gables. Oh man. <laughs> or no, Miami Gardens. The University of Miami is in Coral Gables. Yeah, it's in Coral Gables. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I mean, mean, good weather, Miami, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Everything outside the university is pretty dope. Like a lot of shopping. I mean, it's Miami, so I don't know. I think that's like it's really attractive. But you know what it is? It's like you get a lot of those athletes down there because they're able to to go at it. And, and train and play like would you so would you be against adding like a UCF yeah because the reason why they got nice facilities they got nice UCF is is, is different but they don't have they don't have that they don't have that, the yeah they don't the, have the, the name yeah they don't have the the mm, you I know? would rather have them than give me the U I would rather have them than Rutgers. I mean, but Rutgers is like or huge. It's huge. Like they're huge over in, in New Jersey and New York gives, area. I know it gives you the New York market and Maryland. Gives they're not the Syracuse, D- but DC market. Syracuse have been fucking terrible in football the last few years. So yeah, they had that one really good year where they beat Clemson, and they haven't won a damn thing since. But. I don't know. I just like watching Syracuse football because they play in a, the Carrier Domes. Yeah, which is fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad at a Syracuse ad, but yeah, because UCF doesn't have anything else though. Like, they don't have they don't have basketball on lock or football on lock. They're just like there. You know what I mean? At least Rutgers, like they're iffy in basketball, but I mean they're they're pretty decent in basketball iffy in football they're starting to come around a little bit yeah they play at another shitty stadium but yeah and but you get that new york and new jersey market so yeah which is the main yeah that's just the main thing other than that it's like nothing else there so i would trade i would trade nebraska for you ucf no that's like the whole that's the midwest market now you got to remember nebraska is they got a market there too I know, but it's nothing but cornfields. <laughs> he said it's just corn, <laughs> cornfields and fucking uh, what's the what's the shit that be in the uh, in the cornfields? The wheat. The, no, no, the fucking the scarecrows. Uh, <laughs> the fucking, <laughs> they're counting the scarecrows uh, as part of the market. So, uh, yeah, scarecrows is what their basketball team looks like. Oh man, no, but for some reason, man, it just feels like I feel like we need to get. In Texas or in Florida, so you're looking at a Miami. Let's who's we we got to get Texas. to those because think about all the star players that come out of Miami, man. So, that come out of that area. I mean, Florida, Texas A and M, Texas SEC schools, um, Baylor. Yeah, I like Baylor. That'd be a good pickup too. Give me Baylor. They're good in football and basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're always fighting. Like I like Baylor, but they, I don't think they reached the credentials. Like to be honest, 
That I think they do actually. I think they do have the. <laughs> we you're gonna have to probably look that one up, bro. Yeah. Uh, it just I can just feel it in my heart that they don't. <laughs> I don't even know if they do. I just feel it in my heart that they don't. It feel like they just, you know how to play. Just come on in. Like it just feel like you don't have. It's no requirements. You got a one point five. Come on in. <laughs> I didn't say that, Baylor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, I did not say that. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Robert Griffin III will replace Randy Moss on ESPN's Monday Monday Night Football pregame show. Oh, not watching. I mean, I like RG3, man, but I thought he was going to do the whole college thing, huh? Didn't mm. think he No, he's been talking a little bit more. Yeah, RG3 been actually pretty decent, man. His takes aren't really that shitty, you know. Wait a minute, so is he still going to be on Sunday? That's all I care about. Um, I want to be on Saturday, you mean, right? No, I'm talking about Randy Moss. Uh, no, I don't think so. I wonder if he's taking a job somewhere else. That's what it is. I don't think he's going to do it anymore. No, he'll still be on Sunday NFL countdown, but... Oh, he just won't do the, uh, the pregame? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. The decision was one that Moss made. Because I was going to say he wanted the focal points of the show. Yeah, so um guess we can get out of there, out of here on that note. Uh, Randy Moss should have been a lion, but that's a story for a different day. Yeah. And we'll catch y'all next week where uh, Tommy wants all the smoke. Go go after Neil Works albums. I guess he kind of tried to make me like 50 cents. He gonna like 50 Cent, don't worry. Uh, And we talk about our summertime movies. Peace. Peace.